Cardinals Corner from Arizona Sports with Tyler Drake and Eric Ruby. Hello and welcome into Cardinals Corner. And let me tell you, it's been 336 days since the Arizona Cardinals won a home football game. 336 days. And to talk about their most recent loss at home to the Los Angeles Rams, 20-12, to we bring in Arizona sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake. As always, I am 98.7 FM's Eric Ruby. We are Cardinals Corner. Rain or shine, win or loss, we are here after the game. Tyler, did you know that it's been that long? I know you know how long it's been, but did you know it was 336 days? I didn't know exact days, but I had a feeling we were coming up on the year because I believe it was on a year because I think last year, week, what, seven? I believe so. I week seven against the Texans? Yes. Yeah, so yes. That would, make, uh, that would make sense. We were getting right there, and oh my gosh, like, I just, they, I, I don't even know where to begin with just the absolute, uh, just, it's atrocious what they do at home. It's, it's so it, it's it's at the point where it's it's borderline unimaginable. Like what is going on here? Not that the Rams are some easy opponent that you should stomp out, but just the collection of eleven months, almost a full year. And and to be honest with you, it it's going to get really close to whether or not it's going to pass that three sixty five mark. And there, nobody has an answer for it. I mean, look, they even asked Devon Kennard about it on the inability to win at home. And we're going to get right in the sound bites. They asked this on the uh, Cardinals radio network after the game. Here's what he had to say. It's something we got to figure out like yesterday. Um, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than taking L's in your home place and, and, uh, Team having teams come in and think uh, that, you know they're going to be able to just run all over us because it's home. So it's something I think we got a prideful locker room and, and we got to address it ASAP. Yeah, I, I would say probably as soon as possible, don't you think? Three hundred and thirty-six days in. But here's the thing, man: is is it, what is there to address? It's it's that. I mean, it's just every single person that we've talked to about this it gives us about the same exact answer. And oh it's yeah. It's like I can't even we can't even write more stories on it because there's really no extra thing to talk about because they're just bad at home and they don't have an answer for being bad at home. They don't know what they like they just can't figure it out. They can go on the road and and play with their hair on fire but then they show up at home and decide, "Hey, it's our own locker room. Let's just take it easy today. Let's let's go three and out and just give but the ball back it to the champion." It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. It yeah. doesn't because like that's the theme with this team is that they always have been acting like they're some sitting, reigning Super Bowl champion, the way the Los Angeles Rams should be acting, honestly. And and the Cardinals are acting like, hey, yeah, why change anything? I mean, yeah, you know, we've just, we've got to fix it. And we're going to play some sound bites, and we were going to play only a couple, but I decided to throw a couple more in because, honestly, like, I'm starting to get frustrated with the way that questions are being answered. Because... It's not like these questions that, Tyler, sometimes even you are posing because you are there. In fact, you're at State Farm Stadium literally right now as we speak. You just got done writing for ArizonaSports.com. You can read all of Tyler's stuff over there. But the questions that you guys ask, you guys don't get 
any answers to. Like you said, every time you ask, hey, what, what's the difference between not being able to play well at home and playing really well on the road? It's not like there's a solid, definite answer, because if it was, I guess they'd fix it. But I, I need something. I need to know how you guys are going to handle this. How are you going to address this? Like, I need I honestly need details at this point. It's, it's yeah, a little yeah. bit frustrating. Yeah, because, I mean, Zach Allen, when we talked to him this week, said, you know, uh, that's the million-dollar question. How do you start faster? But, I mean, it's just – and every time – here's here's I'll give you exactly what it said whenever this is brought up to somebody, a player, a coach, whoever, what have you, is, hey, what's going on with these slow starts? How do you guys fix them? We've got to execute better. We've got to have better practice. Like, it, th- those are th- – that's basically what it is. Yeah, it was just close, you know, um, little things that, that are all fixable, which is encouraging this early in the season. But I just think consistency on offense is what we're fighting for. We have really good players, and um, I like what we're doing schematically. We've we got to make sure we're maximizing the players and um, figure out exactly who we are. We've got to get some of those other pieces back. We have some dynamic receivers that um, will make a big difference at some point. But right now we've got to figure out who we are for the next couple of weeks. That was a 30-second answer. How much did we learn from that answer, Tyler? Uh, nothing. But here, and here's the other. Here's an added thing to it. It's it's. I guess what we could say is that it sounds like they're waiting for reinforcements to show up, which I get that. But right now, you can't be sitting there waiting for Hopkins to show up or waiting for Rondell Moore to show up. Who probably, I mean, he might show up next week. It might be the week after that. Or waiting for an Antoine Wesley to show up. Like this, that can't be. The, I'm sorry, that can't really be the answer. You've got to be able to figure things out in the NFL when you don't have these playmakers. Like I'm sorry, but at the end of the okay, day, but they also they have playmakers. That's exactly that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, like, yeah, what utilize we're... the guys like Marquise Brown today? Exactly. He set a career high for catches, and I don't know how he was kept out of the end zone, but I, I mean, but that's right there. Like, utilize guys, make him like there is clearly enough talent on this roster to make up for a DeAndre Hopkins not being on the field. Obviously, I think we all know that that's a big, big ask, but there are pieces that can make that work. And so to hear that, like, oh, we're waiting for these guys to come back, it's like you shouldn't be waiting for what you're going to do in a couple weeks. You should be able to figure out what you're doing right now to maybe pick up one or two more wins before he comes back and set yourself up even more for the rest of the season. Because right now, you can't put a pulse on this team with what they, what's going right and what's going wrong. There's, it's so frustrating. It's frustratingly expected that they have – They have this ability to completely change a game or a drive with the sheer level of talent that they can put on the football field without Rondale Moore, without DeAndre Hopkins. You can have Kyler Murray air it out down the field and hit Hollywood Brown. Greg Dortch has been incredible. He he has been amazing in his role on defense. Like we saw it against the Raiders, right? Like, yeah. Are they the most solid defensively sound team that we've ever seen? Absolutely not. But there are some players on that defense that can make game altering plays. Buda Baker did it today. For example, Byron Murphy Jr. Last week. I mean, look, even Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons, which of course we're going to get into their playing time problems soon but like they all have the ability to make these huge plays but then every single time that something right breaks every single time literally without fail they get in their own way yeah oh yeah 
That's, they call what? What was it? Yeah. The Wildcat, where Kyler oh, ran around in a circle, and the and like they oh, were dry, like that killed the drive. They got in their they, own way. They are, they're always in a Wildcat with Kyler Murray. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah, like, the guy can do it himself. Why would you have like? I, I just. I, they got too cute. I just don't understand. But like, why? Why are they getting cute? Wh- why? Yeah, what? Why? What is? What is there to get cute about? Getting cute is when you're the defending Super Bowl champions and you're up thirteen to zero. That's when you're. That's when you get cute. Not when you're down thirteen to zero. Not when you somehow amass less yards in like the first quarter than you did last game. Like this. They came out and they almost had a worse performance in the first half than they had last week when we were talking about maybe the worst half in all of their careers. Of course, then yeah. highlighted by maybe the best half. But that didn't happen today. The best half no. didn't happen today. No, not at all. It's just just, just ugly. And it's just, you, you can tell all of that momentum was out the window at the start of the game. Just right away, right off the bat. What this? All this talk for starting fast, right? All this talk for starting fast, and what happens? Three and out, and your punt gets blocked. Yeah, and it's just come on. I, I mean, yeah, like right there. It's, it's what? What were you guys doing? <laughs> I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's like if you guys want to start fast, why not just take a shot of the first play and just say we're going for it? Look, there's I mean, I, there's no like easy part of a football game, like don't get me wrong, but you'd have to imagine the part that you would be the most prepared for. The part where miscommunications should be at a minimal would be the first possession. Yep. The first possession. How, 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 how do you have miscommunication early on setting up a three and out and then also just not having, quite frankly, that that little drive inside of you, that drive that you just spent all week. And I am not exaggerating when I say you spent all week saying, oh, well, starting fast is a point of emphasis. Oh, well, starting fast is something we need to figure out. Oh, well, starting fast is something we've really focused on. Yes, that's something that has to change. Look, you can't just magically flip a switch and completely fix a problem between one week. Like, that's just not how life works, right? Like, you got to work, you got to get better. But to just go out and just not show any improvement, to talk, 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 and then when you get the first chance to not only prove yourself at the beginning of the game, but prove yourself at home and prove yourself against the Los Angeles Rams, who quite frankly are weak. At this point in time, you could have won this game. Oh, yeah. You so easily could have won this game. Yep. And this is like, this is a team that, okay, yeah, they won a Super Bowl last year. They deserve the respect, right? They have a ton of talent on paper, but just something wasn't clicking, right? Obviously, Cooper Cup got off to a fast start, but then, hey, you hold him to a field goal. That's a that's a great shift in momentum. But then all of a sudden, Allen Robinson's dropping passes. Like, they're not able to stop J.J. Watt. He comes and gets a sack. The Cardinals maybe have some momentum. And it's like, wow, this team, they're not Superman. They have an Achilles heel. But then to just go out and... Only score through Matt Prater, which kudos to you, man. Like, you did your job. You showed up. Yep. yep. But to just go out there and only only put up nine points against a team that almost lost to the Atlanta Falcons last week. And that's just with this season. 
but with implications of last season, what happened however many months ago, when you just got destroyed by this team. Yeah, yeah. How yep. do you not have? It, it, how do you not start? How do you not start better than that? Yeah, yeah, and pray. Yeah, Prater with what four four kicks? That's that that can't. That's never going to win you a game. And that's. I mean, Cliff even said it's like you know field goals aren't going to win games against these team against these teams. But then there's points where it's like, well, maybe a field goal would have actually kept you in it for one more God, so, tie of the game. So many field goals. I forgot they got a field goal. They scored twelve points. All of them yeah. blended together. But no, you're and you're right. Yeah. And we need to talk about that call. Because the Cardinals went for it on fourth down multiple times, and they got it. And it was it was a ballsy move, and it paid the off. The Cardinals went for it on fourth down on their own 20 at one point. Right, and it was like fourth in like inches in the yard. Like, you know, they were there were times where it's like, okay, maybe this is risky, but at least you can understand with Kyler Murray, James Conner, like <laughs> Marquise Hollywood Brown with the performance that he's had, you can understand why they'd go for it in such short yardage situations. But fourth and four, you have a chance to make it an eight-point game. A one-score game. And you go for it. Instead of kicking it with Prater, who, again, at that time, at that time, (laughs) had all your points and at the end also had all your points. But there was no reason to not go to him, right? There was no reason to go for that, in my opinion. Yep, yep. yep. All right. Tyler, look. There's a lot about this game, and again, you're listening to Cardinals Quarter, the Arizona Sports Cardinals podcast. That, of course, is Tyler Drake, who is your Cardinals beat reporter. And, and Tyler, since you're with this team basically every single day of your life, right? Like yeah. you, like you're you're in it, right? And yep. we're sitting yep. here and we're talking about okay, well, they need to you know give us better answers, blah 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 blah. Like you know, that's probably not going to happen. But as somebody who's there. What what needs to change? What needs to happen? Like, is it is it merely a confidence thing? Is it something you can even put a finger on? Or are we getting mad at them for not answering it when we can't answer it either? I mean, it's it's one of those things where they just have to come out and like be aggressive. I think that first offensive uh, drive that that was three and out, they just didn't look like they wanted to move the ball. They just looked like they wanted to set things up, and I get that, but. With a team that you need to have a jump start, like an electric, just they need to have a, I don't even know what to say. They need to have a, uh, a freaking charger connected to them at all times, and somebody needs to go jump the car so that they can get a huge jolt. Like that, that takes some huge plays to start the game, and maybe that's the type of thing they need to do to really flip the script. And they don't have to do that every game, but maybe the next game, hey. Let's go out there and try to score on the first couple drives or first couple plays instead of let's set this up, let's set this up, let's set this up. Because clearly that's not working. Isn't that what they should be doing anyway? They're not setting anything up. This team doesn't have an identity. Uh, Yeah, they threw threw it to Hollywood Brown every single time today. And then you know what? Honestly, that's great. And then they started pounding the rock. That's great. But then they crumble. They don't have something that they can just go and they can bank on. And yeah, DeAndre Hopkins is going to fix that. That's great. But at the same time, you can't just... Oh, we'll figure it out six weeks from now, five weeks from now, four weeks from now, like three weeks from now. Like, no, you need to figure this out right now. This is not yeah. this is not a kick the can down the road, figure out later type of problem. Because here's the the harsh reality of things, right? Is DeAndre Hopkins is great, but he's only one man. And you exactly. can be you can be a DeAndre Hopkins type, man. 
where you can change the game, but that's only one player on one side of the ball. And sure, maybe that fixes some things, but I thought the goal, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I, Tyler, tell me if I'm wrong, but from what I heard, from what I've been told, is that the goal is to play the last game at home in State Farm Stadium for a Super Bowl championship. Yep. So if that's the goal, then simply waiting for reinforcements cannot be the answer right now. No, no. And it's just, and that's the thing is, I think that's what they want the answer to be. It's like, hey, just wait, just wait. We'll get there. Like, don't worry. But it's like, uh, there's nothing, there's no improvements here. Like, that was a regression big time. There was a second half of football against the Raiders where a lot of people were like, whoa, this team might have a, might have a pulse, might have something to them. And then to come out here and lay another egg at home, I mean, come on. There's, there's only so much that, everybody around here can take before it gets too much. It's just, there's no, you cannot, like I said earlier, that you can't put, there's no trajectory for this team. They're either shooting kind of upwards or just going straight down. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no, I guess no consistent one way or the other. It's not moving in a very good direction. It's two steps forward, three steps back. You're like, Oh, okay. They're getting somewhere. Okay. Look, Kyler and Hollywood Brown, I mean, this is it's the best they've looked all season. It's the the best that statistically Hollywood Brown has looked in his entire career. That's a great positive sign, right? That's awesome. That is why, and hey, here's the phrase, that's why you traded for Hollywood Brown. Exactly. That's why you did it. And you know what? He delivered. That's fine. Honestly, Kyler. He, he delivered. He, he could have had a better game, but was it his decision that he wasn't running? I don't uh, know if it was. I don't know whose decision it was, but I don't think it was Kyler's. Because if I'm somebody no. who loves to compete and wants to win games and know that I can win a game on my legs, I'd be pretty eager to use them. Yeah, but I think it's all. I mean, Kyler also has free reign to, to kind of improvise like he did last week. So I, 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 think the, I think you've got to put blame on both sides. Because yeah. as much as as much as Kyler did it with this, I mean, he had what fifty eight pass attempts, a, a ton, a ton of pass attempts. But uh, for him not to just say, "Hey, I've got to do things on my own," I, that that stood out to me too. Of like, "Hey, I know that the, I know you guys want to run the game plan, but we saw last week that the game plan doesn't work sometimes, and clearly it's not working right now. So why not let him go, or why not take over and use your legs more on those plays where you know that's not what's scripted? I, I, that one just." And I felt like towards the end of the game, he started doing that a little bit more. But I think. But I mean, why are we waiting stat? till the end of the game? Exactly, and there's and there's a stat where if you, if it's five, like I think if he has more than five rushes, they usually they win more games than they lose. What so, happened last week? Exactly. Why did why, they why win that you, game? Yeah, and why can't you just bottle up some of that? I'm not saying all of it, but I don't want him running every points. play. I don't want I don't want I don't want the starting quarterback injured. I'm not stu- I'm like we're not stupid. Nobody's begging for the guy to turn into a glorified running back. But jeez, man. But he's Kyler Murray. Good. Yeah. He's Kyler Murray. Yep. Ah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I got to we got to we got to talk about Marquise though. I th- I thought he did really uh he had a solid game, best game as a Cardinal for sure. Uh, I think he ended up with 14 catches for 140. Jeez. That's a that's a huge game. 17 targets. Uh, that's exactly what you want out of a guy like that, out of the number one right now. And especially with AJ Green getting banged up and and Rondo Moore, who knows with him, Antoine Wesley uh, still coming back off the IR. So it's it's 
that's a really good sign, and, and it seems like they, they started clicking and kind of see what they can get moving forward out of that. And then, yeah, they just have to pair that, feed Hollywood Brown, and get the running game going. But it, it can't just be Connor. I'm sorry. Mm. I think we saw today with a couple of drops that he had, like you've got to be able to get Eno in there or even Daryl Williams. You've got to be able to space it out to where it's more like it was last year with Chase Edmonds getting a lot of carries just still, keep, too, and a lot, keep just him a lot fresh. of in general. Keep exactly. him fresh. He's older. Exactly. Like he's yeah, good, so but he's older. Those are those are two things that definitely need to change offensively. And I, that that could be. And there we go. That could be part of the hot start. Why not look at Marquise down the field the first couple plays? From there, get ahead, run, utilize that run game, and there you go. It sounds, it sounds so simple to the point where it's like that can't just be it, right? Like you can't just be that easy. But then you look at it and you're like. There seems like there's some some pretty easy fixes here, right? Whatever the communication problem is, I, look, from personal experience in my life, communication problems are problems that more often than not have solutions, right? Like, you yep. could solve a communication problem by being upfront and direct with somebody, communicating with them, more or less. And Hollywood Brown communicated to you guys after the game how he felt to have, like like you said, such a career game. I mean, this is really, again, statistically, maybe he didn't make some of the best plays that he's ever made, but statistically, the best game of his career, what did he have to say about it after a loss? Uh, I feel terrible. I mean, I didn't know I had a big game until I came in here and heard, heard the stats. I mean, I was just out there trying to play, make plays, and, you know, to lose, I mean, it's there's no good feeling in that. None. And that's how I felt. That's why it took so long to bring up Marquise Hollywood Brown having a good game, however yep. many minutes into this podcast we're in. Because, like I said, every time there's, an, there's, an, there's a positive, every single time, what follows, Tyler? Uh, negative. I mean, and here's the thing right now. We can just take the dri- those drives that they had in the second half. I mean... 19, 16, 17, I think there was an 8 in there. Like All of those drives were huge, took up a bunch of time, exactly what you want to do against this Rams team, and then they all resulted in field goals. It's just that's, that's the exact – that's the – if you wanted to talk about the Cardinals in a nutshell right now, that's exactly what they are. They can do a lot of good, but at the end of the day, it seems like they just can't get out of their own way and just fall flat. Last season, James Conner – and Kyler Murray were one of the most potent red zone duos in the entire league. James Conner was incredible close to the end zone. He was at a really good season last year, right? Now, they orchestrate, and, and to their credit, like they're able to make, like I said, they're able to make plays. If there's anything this team has, it's playmakers. If there's anything it's lacking, it's communication and chemistry. Like, Zach Ertz is a playmaker. He's not going to give you 200 yards in a game, you know, but he's a playmaker. He'll give you 75. He'll give you 50. He'll just be that security blanket, right? Like, they have guys that can go out there and can get them the fourth and inches, that can get them a first down. But to have everybody be able to orchestrate that entire drive and then crumble when you get that close, is that a player thing is it a coaching thing is it both like you want to point fingers but can you is it just everybody together not being prepared to execute at that part of the game yeah and I think that's uh just I think you said it perfectly earlier it's just I mean communication I think communication if you want to have good communication it's got to go both ways got to go always especially with this football team all three phases coaches the players players the coaches 
uh, all the way down. I mean, training staff, everybody. I think it's it's got to be a full blown. It's got to be over communicated at this point, which it sounds crazy to say that about an NFL team, but I think right now that's what they're that's where they're at, and it's got to go both ways. It can't go just from coach to player or player to coach. Like it's got to be able to be uh, said and taken in, digested, understood, and worked on. Not and if it's not, that. you say it. Hey, I don't know if I like that. Hey, I don't know if I understand that because the, the goal is to win and everybody needs to be on the same page to win. And Tyler, this isn't a young team. No. This is a veteran team. There's a there's lot a, there's, of there's, vets on this there team. There is clearly enough leaders to get to get this team right, but it, it's it's not just on them. Like we just said, communication goes both ways. Like the the guys that are they're fighting for roster spots, fighting for playing time like these guys need to really take a step up because i mean there's opportunities on this team they need people to step up well yeah if they're not going to play their first round picks <laughs> yeah yeah if they're, if they're not going to play isaiah simmons and zavin collins there's plenty of snaps to go around exactly so for the people that are behind all these starters they need to they need to take a look in the mirror and say hey my opportunity to really impact the team and really be vital to what this team wants to do moving forward. Like, here's my chance right now. And I want to say, I, I've heard from a couple people that sound like that, but I mean, it's just, it's again, it's, you can say it, but until you do it, that's, that's just kind of just talk. Oh, that reminds me of, uh, I was, I was watching the game on TV, listening to the radio broadcast, listening to passion wolf. And, we all remember the Andy Isabella play where if he kept running with that really quick speed he's always talking about, you know, if he might have been able to catch the ball, oh, but he yeah. stopped running and obviously Kyler was upset. And, and to be honest, so, so was I, so was Pash, so was Wolf and Pash said it perfectly. And, and maybe this is a great way to sum up how this entire season has been. But he's like, Andy Isabella had a lot to say, a lot to say in the preseason, but that's just talk. You gotta go out there and make a play. You've gotta go out there and you have to back it up. If you're going to talk that talk, Tyler, what do you have to do? Yeah, you gotta walk the walk, and that's the thing, especially Andy Isabella. I mean, after that preseason, where I mean, he did he did have a good preseason, and then he said, you know, everybody turned their back on me, and 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 along those and everything else along those lines but yeah like you just said like you've got to show up like if you really want like here's your opportunity man perfect example here you go you want it go take it don't don't slow down on a route i mean that's in in the thing i mean after the game i know kyler wasn't i know it wasn't pinpointed at him but at the end of the day it's like don't sleep when i'm on the field because i can make anything like i have free reign to make things happen so if you're falling asleep when I'm on the field, then that's a you problem, not really a me problem. And, you know, you got to give him credit for that. And obviously he could be talking about more people. He could be not even talking about Andy, but. Uh, I mean, like he could be talking really about more people, but he's also talking about Andy Isabella. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you've got to take that and be like, all right, yeah. So I'm, that's, there you go. There's your wake up call, man. Like you already needed one and clearly you need another one. Man, they, everybody on the Cardinals must set like 18 alarms in the morning because it is impossible for them to receive a wake-up call. Like, geez. <laughs> no, like, am I, am I overreacting, Tyler? Am I, am I overreacting? Because here's, here's what I'm thinking right now. Here, here's where my mind is at. Look, this team had a chance. 
to capitalize and change the narrative of the season. In fact, what did we name our last podcast episode? That they shifted the season <laughs> they narrative. Shifted the narrative. <laughs> and they did. They hey, hey, hey. Credit to us. They did. But they here's the thing. Right back. And they, they 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 got it. And they took it. And guess what happened? The first drive of the next game. They fumbled all of it. Metaphorically yep. speaking. They fumbled all of it. So now I'm gonna look back at what is it? Week three. It's week three, Tyler. And we've had the lows. And then we've had the highs. And then we get right back down to the low. And sure, they showed some fight. They'll be better when DeAndre Hopkins is back. They'll be better when Rondale Moore is back. Maybe they'll be better when they have more time to actually communicate. Maybe not. They haven't shown to us that they will improve with time. There has not been improvements in a lot of areas that have needed improvements for coming up on a year now. Yeah, and, you, and here's the thing. You just can't bank on waiting for people to get healthy and show up or come back from suspension. Not if you're a winning like, playoff team. Not if you're exactly. trying to win a Super Bowl. It's just such a, like, it's it just hearing that today of, like, yeah, you know, we're going to get some guys back. Like, I just, that it's just, a, it's a cop-out answer right now. There's just, and is that what he's nothing. saying to his guy? Like, is that what's being said in practice? Is that what's being said when it's like, hey, guys, you know, we got to go, we got to watch the film and, you know, everybody be really hard on yourself, right? Everybody be, you know, critique yourself and be, you know, detailed. But at the same time, don't worry about it because DeAndre Hopkins and Rondale Moore didn't play. They didn't play, guys. It's cool. Yeah, Not to worry. mention that the Rams were way more beat up than the Cardinals were this game. Oh, Way yeah. more yeah. beat up, and the fact Especially that the Rams the didn't have the O line they had last year. But again, this is not yeah. this is not the Super Bowl Rams team that it was. No, 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 no. It's, it's not. This team is very vulnerable. Like, I mean, the fact that the Cardinals kept themselves in it for the whole game says a lot of bad about the the Rams because it should have been if if the Rams were at the level that they were at last year, it would be a very similar situation. Thirty five points minimum. 35 yeah, points minimum like we, in week one. Yeah. It, it, so, it would have been yeah. it would have been way uglier, and it already was really ugly. Again, Cardinals lose 20 to 12. Come off of that insane comeback victory in Las Vegas. They come back home, which they had not won a game in 336 yet, is the correct number. 336 days. They come back and they quite frankly lay another stinker. They're Two things we need to talk about this game, Tyler, before then we can preview next week's game and then you can finally go back and see your family for the first time in four months. <laughs> the topic that we have to hit first, it, it is Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. I'm going to just leave that as an open-ended statement for you. You can take it however you want to. Okay. Well, uh, I would say this. The Isaiah Simmons situation's weird. Uh, by far weird. I think he had 13 snaps at half. Uh, didn't really keep track as well in the second half just because we had other stuff going on. But, uh, yeah, so was getting more – I mean, obviously finished with more snaps than he did last week, but it's still just – and I'll tell you right now, there were some, some plays where he was just not there. There was one play with Allen Robinson where he, I'm pretty sure, was supposed to be guarding him and went the complete opposite way. He's right got to be frustrated, right? Not and that it, that's an excuse, and, but human nature. Yeah, and and but like and that's the thing is like they had a wide open touchdown or not wide open, but I mean it was probably a touchdown or dang near close if they found if Stafford found Robinson. But yeah, he 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 went the complete opposite way. But yeah, you're right. 
it's obviously going to be frustrating. And, and you could tell there was a different tone to him this week when we talked to him uh, in the locker room. And he said, you know, it's frustrating, but he's trying to be the, he's trying to show everybody that he can be the best player out there. And it's, it's frankly right now, it's that he's not showing it. Right. And then on the other side, yeah. And then on the other side, I would just say with Zavin, you know, he is really, he's taking that next step. He is. I think uh, a lot of people are looking at stats more than really looking at what's going on on the field. And, and yeah, there's obviously a couple of miscues that he still has, but at the end of the day, I think he's really taking that next step and, He's, I think it's his green dot to lose moving forward. And you can just tell, like, I mean, Vance Joseph, I asked Vance about Zavin this week on Thursday. And, and the first words that came out of Vance's mouth were, I'm just really proud of the guy. Like, I mean, and that's what you want. That's but then you the, also I, have you know, Cliff Kingsbury saying that the guy gave you whiplash. Oh, I'm sorry. You were talking about Zavin. And I, I, I'm, yeah. so, I'm so ready to talk about Isaiah Simmons because it makes no sense. But no, yeah, just real quick, we got to give Zavin his flowers though for now. But uh, yeah, I would just say, yeah, Zavin's on the trajectory that I think uh, everyone expected him to be on last year. I know it's taking a little bit longer, but I think with how everything's going, and I think he's got veteran guys that aren't going to really take over his playing time, but can still give him a couple of pointers, as opposed to like a Jordan Hicks, who was clearly the better player for the position last year. But I think he's really moving forward, and, and it'll ju- we'll just have to see how it, how he progresses. But it's weird. It, I feel like it's, uh, you know, Zavin's trajectory was going down, 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 and now it's coming up pretty good where Isaiah's is kind of plateauing a little bit and coming down. I, I am absolutely perplexed by this entire situation to the point of when, you're, when we're talking about it, it makes no sense to me. None. You, on a human level, look, take football out of it. You cannot spend an entire summer hyping up somebody like Isaiah giving Simmons. A giving a new position. Calling him the star backer. Telling him he's going to play everywhere. Telling him, oh yeah, you're going to be a safety. You're going to maybe play There's a little a corner if you're going to be, you know, our nickel linebacker. You're going to be you're going to be everything, man. You're going to be everything. And then when he when he when he struggles, you're like, "Oh man, yeah, that's just, you know, that's part of the territory, you know. Oh, it's just, you know, he, he can't read some coverages, you know. Oh, he's spread a little bit too thin. You know, we got to bench him because he doesn't know what he's doing. It's like, what do you mean? None of, the, none of this makes sense. None of this tracks. And then what? You're just going to have somebody else take his role that, look, the, the Cardinals defense wasn't exactly stout. It's not like Isaiah Simmons sits and they look way better than when he's on the field. Yeah, he makes mistakes. But on a human level, would you not make mistakes? How could you be so fully mentally engaged when you have been given whiplash? You have been given whiplash by this team. But, he, but he's also asked for it. He wants to be that type of player. So it's it's it's, it's as much. And here we go. Let's get back to the to the topic of this whole freaking podcast. I think right now is just the fact that the communication. I think communication. There's the there's the. Vance Joseph and the Cardinals defense want Isaiah to be that versatile guy. He wants to be that versatile guy, that hybrid. But I feel like when they talk to each other, it's just not they're just it's not there. Okay. It's it's because it's not there. Right? This was exactly my worry when we came into when we came into preseason. I I wasn't called crazy, but I was looked at like, hey man, you're ooh, you're hyper focusing on this a little bit too much. Like Isaiah Simmons is a talented, talented football player. There is no denying that. The way that you cannot coach him is to just be like, oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Oh, you want to play everything? You want to do everything like you did in college? Oh, okay. 
yeah, we'll make it work. You're a good enough athlete. It's not working. It's obviously not working. It's not working to the point that you're benching him. To the point that you're not even playing your top 10 pick. It's not working. Give him a position. Focus all of that energy into one thing. Say, hey, you have the talent to be an everyman. To be a five-tool player at five different positions. You've got the talent. But obviously it's not working. So instead of pulling him because he can't reach these lofty expectations that any professional athlete is going to hold to himself. What? You're going to go to Isaiah Simmons, a top 10 pick, and be like, hey, the, you know, you're going to be used all over the field. Is that what you want? He's going to say no. He's not going to say no. He's going to say yes, that's what I want to do because you got to have that faith in yourself. you got to believe in yourself. But the yeah. coach's job is to rein that in. It's to harness it and use it in the best possible way. And that's not what they've done. And that's Isaiah Simmons' fault for not executing. And that's the coaching staff's fault for not putting him in the position best to succeed. They're not. Yeah, and I think it's just a realization of, yeah, you want to do all these things, but clearly there's a, there's a, there's a couple obstacles that you've got, to, you've got to get over before you can really say that and be that. Like, reality, I, I that Tyler. That. It's I reality. That. I know that he did that in college. I know he was he was a great hybrid player in college, but this is not college. I'm sorry. Like this is and I think this is what he's getting. He even said he's like, you know, this is the this is the first time that I haven't really been on the field 100% of the time during my football career. And it's like, yeah, because you clearly aren't there yet. You still have things you need to do. And it's just again, like I I feel like we're hammering this home today. It's just He's got to be able to communicate with his coaches, and his coaches need to be able to communicate with him. If things aren't working, like, what's plan B? What's plan C? Because just saying, hey, we're going to roll you out for 15 plays this time. Maybe next game we'll get you out there for 20. Like, that's just, yeah, you're not going to get confidence. He's a top 10 pick. And he's going to be thinking the whole time about, oh, man, if I don't do this, I'm going to go back to the bench. Like, oh, man, like, you know that's probably in his head right now. How could it not be? It's just compounding. It's compounding issues right now on that front. It's They're handling it. In my opinion, the worst possible way. Look, mm-hmm. look, what, what, what's with Zavin, right? What was the problem with Zavin that, that he seemingly got in control of? And I don't want the stuff with Isaiah Simmons to overshadow how far Zavin has come. I mean, look, the, the guy's making plays. He's solid. Yeah, he's making mistakes, but it's, his, it's second year, man. It's okay to make mistakes. That's what you want from him because he's in the position to do it. And you know what? He plays it right a lot of the time. That's great. That's awesome for Zavin, and it's surprising because we thought that it wasn't going to be that way. But what happened? Everything was simplified for him, right? He knows his role when he's out there. What did Vance say about his role compared to Isaiah Simmons' role? Oh, Zavin Collins knows what he's doing every play. Isaiah Simmons doesn't. Okay, I would argue that's not Isaiah Simmons' fault. No, that's that's yeah. I, I think it's I, I think it's I think it's both on both sides. But yeah, I think for the most part, it's on coaching, and then yeah. Zavin is just, it's finally showing like, hey, not only can he play, he can also take over the green dot, which I think every single person, after Steve Kime anointed him the starting Mike Backer, the quarterback of the defense, before he played a rookie, before he played a snap as a rookie, like we're finally starting to see that. And I think it's, that's, that's the thing that's really clicking for Zavin. Whereas Isaiah is just like, whoa, I thought we were, I think I thought last year we were already past this. And now it's like, but now he we're played getting, more. We're going from 105 tackles last year to like, oh man, what's going on right now? He played more last year, and you know what? Zavin's playing more this year. It's just so, it's so wild to me to flip from one side to the other. And I'm not trying to keep Isaiah Simmons blameless here because look, at the end of the day, you're a professional athlete. You need to go out there and you need to do 
your job absolutely perfect when you're on the field, no matter the situation. And he hasn't done that. But I can't blame him for not being 100% mentally there and focused. I just can't. Yeah, that's true. It's like it's 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 human nature. Athletes are humans, right? Like they're they're yep. people. They have feelings and emotions, and they're confident people with egos, and that's okay because they're really good at what they do. But belief in yourself has to be countered with realistic expectations, and those were not set on him. You know what realistic expectations were last season? What he met. He had a solid season. He could have done that again. I think he has the talent to do that again. But then he gets spread too thin, and then that's his fault for wanting to take on a challenge. It's his fault for not being able to do it, but not for just getting benched. I just, I don't understand that. Yeah, he needs to play better. You you know, you'll always need to play better to be a top 10 pick. To be honest, you, you almost rarely ever live up to that hype. And when you do, you're really good. You know, he'll always be held to a top 10 standard. And he is obviously farther away from that this year. It's his own fault, but it's a myriad of other things that are piling on top of that that, in my opinion, lead to an uncontrollable circumstance. How are you able to succeed in that role? I don't know if anybody would be able to succeed in that role. A couple injury updates, Tyler, I'm going to ask you about just because there was, you know, like you said, A.J. Green, Zayvon Collins left the field. Like there, There's a couple. There's a couple people banged up. Obviously, Rondale Moore still out. He didn't play this game. Zeke Turner didn't play this game either. Anything that Cardinals fans should be worried about looking at seven days from now? Can you get a read on it? Do you know maybe, okay, this was better, this was worse, this is serious, this is more just day-to-day? Uh, that's, that's tough. I think AJ, uh, we, I mean, we didn't really get anything from Cliff. He didn't tell us much, but AJ seemed like he had been shaken up for a couple plays. Uh, and then that second, the, the second time he was down, that was the, that was the, uh, last nail in the coffin for him. I would say that's going to be something to watch for sure. Sounds like, uh, you know, Cliff and all the guys, Kyler, uh, Marquise, they all talked about, you know, they're confident in the wide receivers that they've got, but Obviously, that's tough. They're going to be super light now. They're going to have to obviously look at practice squad guys or even outside free agents if uh, AJ has some his time. Uh, but, yeah, Rondell Moore might be back next week. Cliff said he guarantees the week after, so that's pretty – Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. That's, that's kind of what I thought, sure. too. Uh, and then, yeah, I think another one to keep an eye on that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is Rashard Lawrence. He had a mm. hand issue, and that one might be – that's going to be something to monitor. I once think. he once he went out, you know, things started looking a little grimmer for the Cardinals. I mean, yeah, you're right. He's not a name that most people would gravitate towards, but he's not going to swing the outcome by ten points. But he'll he'll win you a couple plays out there. And then Justin Pugh left during the game, and he was having some trouble with his arm. Do we know anything about Pugh? Is this going to be a lingering problem? Maybe. Um, no, that's another one we didn't really get a ton of updates on. But yeah, he. Uh, it's I think he had an elbow injury. He was questionable, but then did, then did come back and play. So that's a good sign. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think if there is any other big injuries of note. But yeah, I think that's that would be. I think just the uh, yeah, Richard with the Richard with the hand, uh, Zavin with the shoulder. That'll be something to watch for sure. And uh, yeah, AJ Green with the knee. That I think those are probably the main ones right there. 
Obviously, if you want to get updates on all of these injury statuses during the week, you need to be following the man that was just telling you about them, Tyler Drake. You can follow him on Twitter at tdrake for sports Before I segue us into a closing, yes, Tyler, it's a, it's a longer episode. I think we've done our fair share of ranting. We do have to look ahead towards next week. On the road, taking on the Panthers, who came into State Farm Stadium last year, and Cam Newton announced his return to the NFL, and they oh, beat the Cardinals yeah. at home. So, I need one key I know I'm boiling it down to one thing, and we're not going to be able to get to everything. If if you want previews of the game, you'll you can get it from Tyler during the week. But Tyler, a little sneak peek. What's the one big thing that you're going to be focusing on that needs to change seven days from right now? What needs to change? I mean, I think it's it's going to be on that first offensive drive. Actually, go out there and try to put one over the top. I think that's really going to set the tone. And especially, 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 this one, you know this one's circled by Kyler because he's playing Baker. So you've got you've to think that Oklahoma rivalry is right there uh, between the two, just that fun rivalry that they have. And I would just say, like, I think this is a game where they come out and it's like, all right, we've got to put some points on the board. Let's do it against this Carolina team. They're not that great. As long as they can handle McCaffrey, I think they'll be fine. But that, at the end, of, but at the same time, Carolina yeah, good luck with that. for the last couple of years. Yeah, so I, it's just it's for for as bad as bad of a team as I think Carolina is. It's this is a very very iffy game. It's a very losable off, game. Don't don't dance around. It's a very losable game, especially coming off a loss like this. It's, I mean, you literally mm. were at the proud. You were riding a good high with that with that Raiders win, and now you are. You back in the valley. I, I mean, not this valley, but in a deeper valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're deep in a valley right now. That's that's for sure. Okay, one, the one thing that I need to see change next week, and this is not a fix all, but man, it would be a nice sight to see. Have Kyler Murray run the ball more, please. Not early, every play, early in the game. like you said. Look, go out there, air one out, try to get that touchdown, that that first <laughs> first down drive. Again, the same way it was the last week. Deja vu is the most important drive of the game. Look, air it out to Hollywood Brown down the field for the first play of the game. Second play of the game, whether it works or not, I, I want Kyler on the move. I want Kyler to make a play. I'm not saying you have to run it. You know, we're not just going to do a designed run. But man, you got the option to, and you see pressure. I want you on the move. Let's put the pressure on the Panthers. Loving the P there. But you, like, you're right, like you said, this is a losable game. And if you come out and you start like you've started every other game and you lose to the Panthers, I'm sorry, but I don't care if DeAndre Hopkins is coming back. I don't think, I don't think you come back from that as a team. I don't. If, no, you, yeah, if, if you not only just lose this game, but. Do the same thing that you said you had to fix for seven straight days again, as I'm sure they will say for the next seven days. If you don't fix that, it's over. It's done. It's done. Over. Kaput. Yep, it is. And that's just, yeah. I mean, if they, yeah, if they drop one to Carolina, that's going to, that's going to be very ugly. It's going to be worse than they lost last year against Carolina. Absolutely. It, it, ju- it just, it just is because this team is so desperate. They're so uh-huh. desperate to be who they want to be. And to be honest, they, they can. Like, I honestly think, and we talked about this during the preseason. 
as my computer goes off halfway, not even halfway through, almost towards the end. That's how you know. That's the computer <laughs> telling me to shut up and let Tyler go home. <laughs> now I forgot what I was going to say. All right, I'm outroing the show. It's 50 minutes in. The Cardinals lost to the Rams 20 to 12, not 20 to 9. 20 to 12. Matt Prater had four field goals. Matt Stafford and the Rams looked beatable, but the Cardinals could not capitalize. If you want to get prepared for week four as the Cardinals travel to take on the Panthers, you can go ahead and follow the guy who's been talking with me all episode. That is Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake on Twitter at tdrake for sports All of his amazing content up on ArizonaSports.com on the Arizona Sports app. Again, this guy's putting it out day in, day out. He doesn't breathe. Literally, he doesn't breathe, he doesn't blink. He's simply just a Cardinals robot machine, but he does have feelings, so don't be mean to him on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at EricRuby987. Not doing the reporting Tyler does, but it's it's still a fun time over on 98.7 FM, which you can also hear me Monday through Friday, 1230 to 530 on with Wolf and Luke and Burns and Gambo. Of course, subscribe to Cardinals Corner wherever you're listening to podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you can do. If it's a five-star rating, if it's sharing the Omni link, if it's sharing whatever link you're listening to please we appreciate it give our tweets a like follow us at az cards corner okay until next week until after week four cardinals panthers for tyler drake i'm eric ruby as hard as it might be please enjoy football